0: Um, uh, gosh, I've missed him. I've missed him. Yeah, <laughs> I, he, he, I, <laughs> I love was like, to watch him again because it's been a while. Yeah. you know since I've seen a a lot of.
1: Uh, he doesn't dominate what he has the to news. He as, as he did. No, I mean, which is you know of course any president would be in that situation. But now that he's it's not just on fun social, to see him now. He, Yesterday, <laughs> he just he doesn't he just says things too. He says <laughs> yes. yesterday he's like yes. oh, we built this wall. <laughs> It was an impenetrable wall. It's not an impenetrable no. wall. And he's like, we, we, we almost finished it. You didn't almost finish it. There's, 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 what are you talking
0: about? Uh, you know, he just... I well, mean, they look, finished he, about 4% of it or that's so. That's almost finished.
1: Percent, maybe. Again, like, there's so much hyperbole with him. Uh, yeah. It just built into his his character like you you know every you go back to the old uh uh selena zito thing of you you take him you don't take him literally but you take him seriously like what he's saying is Mm -hmm. we did a good job on the border much better than joe biden which is true it's totally true yes what he actually said about the border if you break it down word by word maybe not as true (laughs) (laughs) but whatever i mean again do people miss him the answer to that is yes oh yes
0: Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, uh, 888-727-BECK, uh, former President Trump uh, speaking out again. Uh, this is kind of interesting because in California, they have just uh, allocated $500 million to thin out their forests in lieu of uh, the upcoming wildfire season. Huh. What do you mean you're going to thin out your forests? Why would you do that? Another another suggestion from, you know, I mean, obviously others, but President Trump made that suggestion, and they, were, they thought it was so ridiculous when he was in office. How stupid is that? We don't need to thin out the forest. That brush is just great kindling. <laughs> we, yeah, that's kind of the point. Uh, we've got that, and uh, much more coming up in 60 seconds here.
2: The Glenn Beck Program. You ever feel like the school in your neighborhood should be renamed Karl Marx University? If you've been paying attention at all lately, you've noticed that our schools are full of leftist, socialist ideologues who just want to push things like critical race theory on your children so they can raise them to be good, docile servants of the state. Wokeism, which is a stupid term, just a few years ago, it now dominates. The guiding philosophy and our country's history is being ripped apart at the seams so we can pretend that we live in a terrible racist nation that was founded on the preservation of slavery. Well, it's not true. I can't recommend them highly enough. The Tuttle Twins books. They are books for kids that teach them about real American history. Books that teach them about freedom, what it means, and what it costs. You need to go to tuttletwinsbeck.com right now. They're running a sale, so you can get free workbooks as well. Don't let the left cancel our history in these books. Get them for your family at tuttletwinsbeck.com.
0: Another fascinating situation is uh, what's going on in New York City right now with the mayoral race.
1: Um, uh, <laughs> so, it's just so I, uh,
0: embarrassing. I mean, never. according to the Democrats, uh, at least during this last election cycle, uh, there's nothing that can go wrong with voting. Shut up. There's no problem there. There's no problem with the ballots. There's no problem with the system. And then what happens in New York in the very next election? Uh, problems with ballots. <laughs> These test ballots. What was it, one hundred and thirty-five thousand of them?
1: Unbelievable.
0: Left in the machine
1: and Oops. counted. Yeah. Uh oh. And what I find to be fascinating about this is they are trying to blame this on ranked choice voting. When in reality, they're just a bunch of morons. Like mm-hmm. I, ranked choice voting didn't make you put test ballots in the actual vote count. That's not ranked choice voting's problem if you've never done ranked choice voting if you don't have it in your area basically it's the idea that you have let's say there's 10 candidates running for mayor Mm -hmm. instead of just picking the one you want the best what the one you want the most you would pick and rank your top five so you'd say okay i want this one the most but if i can't get them i get this person and you rank them one to five this is not brain surgery here This is pretty freaking easy, and anybody Mm who can't handle it is a moron. (laughs) Enter New York City, who apparently is filled with a bunch of morons, at least in the Democratic Party, because they uh, it really has nothing to do with the voting system. It has to do with them screwing up. But basically, the way they do it is you go in, you vote for your number one, and if, let's say, your number one is in last place, well, then your votes go from your number one candidate. They go to your second choice. The concept here is interesting and I liked rank choice I like ranked choice voting overall because it gives you a chance to vote I've never had the chance to do it. It's really I, Have you had rank rank choice? I've never done it, but yeah, I've, uh, I've followed it. its progression throughout the, yeah. the country and it's it's it's, it's been popping up. Now, some conservatives don't like it because the results sometimes don't work for you, right? Like are you, but are we looking at it from the results or what the actual concept is? And the concept I think is right, which is Basically, if we do live in a center-right country as, as we claim to live in, I don't know if we still claim that, but if we do, overall, overall this should be good for conservatives long term. A lot of times these, these voting changes occur and everyone thinks they're going to be bad for their side, so they oppose them. We saw this in Georgia, right? The, the runoff voting in Georgia that was implemented and had been used in the Senate was implemented not by Republicans, but by Democrats who's thought the the reason they wanted to do it is because they thought they'd win every election till the end of time. And now they've, yeah. with the exception of this most recent year, which was a bit of an outlier, they'd lost every single one of the runoffs, every one of them. They thought they were going to win them all, and they lost them all for a very mm-hmm. long time. So you can't look at how you think the result might come out. The concept is, hey, I might like the Libertarian, or maybe there's a candidate who is the the even further to... Uh, they right. Maybe there's a nationalist candidate you like. You get to put them number one and there might be like a squishy Republican that you don't really like that running for the Republican Party. What do you do in this situation? In normal situations, you'd have to pick either the, the moderate squish that I don't like or the candidate I really do like, but I don't think is going to win. This gives you the freedom to pick that person who you don't think is going to win, even though you think they're a better candidate, uh, without feeling like you wasted your vote. Because your vote right. will go to the better of the two main candidates at the end. And in a center-right country, that probably works out pretty well for Republicans at the end. In theory, yeah. In theory. Um, mm-hmm. But it, regardless of it, whether it works out well for Republicans in the end, uh, it still, I think, is a better. It's a better telling of what the people really want Mm -hmm. you know it's not people trying to come up with this calculated way to vote it's not people trying to figure out how well if i vote for him am i taking my vote away from this person like you know there's a lot of votes who went to gary johnson for example back when he was running for a libertarian against say the trump clinton election you know if people if there was ranked choice voting they could have put gary johnson one and donald trump two right so when johnson was eliminated those votes would go to Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, this is not brain surgery, but New York is trying to turn it into brain surgery. And they, they made the explanations incredibly dumb and complicated, so no one in the city understands it. And then now the, the representatives and the, and the election officials in the city have just screwed up. Basically, they've taken fake votes and put them in with the real votes, and they've admitted it now. They screwed it up. That's nothing to do with ranked choice voting. That's just them being idiots. And it was 135,000 of them.
0: Yes. So it's a really significant number that changed the
1: election. Yeah. Completely. And it's, you know, and now we might not know who's going to win until mid-July, which is, again, not the fault of ranked choice voting. It's the fault of Democrats who came out and have made the argument for the past year that you should be able to send in absentee ballots Weeks after the election is over. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't understand why it is wrong to suggest that if you want to send in an absentee ballot, you should maybe make sure the ballot arrives before the election. That is not, again, not brain surgery. You should be able to get a piece Mm -hmm. of mail to a location on time. That is not hard, especially when it's something that's required every few years. Is this really that difficult? We all pay <laughs> bills and they have to show up on time. If it shows up three weeks late, the credit card company says we're fining you or we're, we're, we're giving you a fee. Or whatever. The American people are able to send in mail on time. But because the Democratic Party has made this argument that it's essentially shutting down voters' rights and hurting minorities who apparently don't know how to use the mail or something. Yeah,
0: well, they can't get online either.
1: They can't get online. No. They I mean, can't you know get that, the ballot. Right? Yeah, they, they don't know
0: how to send it in on time. No, they don't know where the DMV is, so they can't get ID. They can't get ID.
1: But uh, we're the racists. Yeah. The Republicans, the conservatives are the mm-hmm. racists when they're <laughs> saying that about minorities. <laughs> how does this stuff work? And so Ugh. they made this big argument that. The only way an, a, an election can be just is if we count ballots multiple weeks after the election occurs. Okay, well, now you've made that argument. I mean, you made it in, in, all, in states all across the country, so now you have to stick to it. And that's mm-hmm. why the election results won't be known until mid-July. It's got nothing to do with ranked choice voting. And the other option was, their old option was, they were going to have a whole new election in this situation. So they would just take all the results that came in from this last uh, set of ballots and then throw another election in a few weeks. Mm. Like that can't possibly be better. One election is more than enough. Just have the one. So all of these people who are now running for their lives uh, from the responsibility of putting 130,000 oopsie ballots inside the machine. Those people now are going to come out and blame I guess, ranked choice voting as if it's, it's the fault of all the numbers. It's pathetic. It's so pathetic. It's, it's absolutely pathetic. They're going to turn out to be like
0: Israel doing four elections in two years mm. because they can't get them right. Yeah.
1: I I will say, you watch the rest of the world and you say, okay, well, you know, our system kind of sucks at times, but it's a hell of a lot better (laughs) than what they're doing. Yes. Israel's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, we can't tell who won. Another election. Everybody show up at the polls again in two weeks. (laughs) What?
0: What do you mean you can't put together a government? What? Wait. So you're putting together a government every single time you have a vote on your prime minister that's really st- stop doing that yeah that's stop just dumb doing that, it. that's
1: dumb that's your problem yeah <laughs> yeah it really is the whole parliamentary system is it's ridiculous like, It i just seems to me that the person who's like the prime minister of your country shouldn't be telling you when elections are going to happen they're like oh this yeah. is a risky move she's calling for a new election okay but wait why <laughs> right. why don't you just schedule them in advance <laughs> Why is the prime minister calling for one? I really right. don't understand how the I, anyone I don't could either. like
0: this system. I don't either. It's absolutely bizarre. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Um, also, President Trump went to the border. Uh, and I think this is what prompted um, Kamala Harris's visit to the border late last week, is that uh, President Trump was going to make it to the border. And I guess he, he made it yesterday. And so he met with uh, with Texas Governor Abbott at the border, and uh, here's, here's what he had to say.
3: The real question is, do they really want open borders, or are they incompetent? There's only two things. You're either incompetent, or for some reason you have a screw loose and you want to have open borders. Now, the problem with the open borders is that countries are opening up their jails— They're opening up their prisons, you guys see this, and they're letting all their prisoners out. You notice their prison populations are way down. They do do it very slowly because they don't want people to know this, but I know it. And they're letting all of their murderers, rapists, drug dealers, and human traffickers out. And they're coming into the United States of America at a level like we've never seen. They weren't coming in with us. And in fact, one of the quick stories I tell is that Mm. when we first started, I said, get them out. And I said to uh, I said, really, more than anybody, I guess, to you, Mark, you and Tom, I said, get them the hell out. The MS-13 gang members who they say are the the worst in the world, that they certainly might very well be. I see what they do with knives, where they cut them up into small people. They cut people up into small pieces because it's more painful than using a gun. I said, get them out, and Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador would not accept the people. Under the Obama administration, they wouldn't take the people. So the people came back to me just routinely, sir, I'm sorry, but they won't take them. I said, who won't take them? Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador, they won't take the people back. I said, oh, really, why? They don't want them. I said, okay, how much money do we pay them? Sir, we pay them $500 million a year. What does that have to do with it, sir? I said, a lot. We're not paying them (laughs) anymore. And then I got a call the next day from the heads of the three countries. We would love to take MS-13 back. They are wonderful people. We'd love to have them back where they belong.
0: And why not? Why not? You know, if, if they won't cooperate with taking their own citizens back uh, when we're deporting them and we don't want their gang members here, uh, why would you continue to give them the foreign aid that they seek every single year? That's just brilliant. It's just a good way to do business, as far as I'm concerned.
1: And the media wants to sit back and criticize Trump, and the Democrats want to say he was doing this terrible job on the border. We're seeing now what the alternative right. is, which is obviously right. much worse. There's no argument here. I mean, we can't mm-hmm. even get the vice president to show up within a few hundred miles of it. It's amazing. She's, <laughs> I know I'm running this whole operation, supposedly, but uh, le- you, know what's, you know what the board... I love the border town of Oklahoma city. That sounds like a lot of fun. Like it's not, it's just like, it's so Mm -hmm. transparent that the left has caused chaos on the border and the exact opposite treatment has come to them from the media. Mm -hmm. They, they said Trump was causing all this chaos and now they're saying that biden is in the middle with with few exceptions i should say there are some exceptions to this but basically they're accepting this it's not a crisis it's it's a challenge it's a challenge it's a border challenge yeah you know it's like uh it's like a taco bell eating competition it's a it's a, it's a run to the border challenge who knows how it could turn out i ate six chalupas yesterday it's not the same not
0: not exactly it's not no, the same no 888-727-BECK
2: Nothing better than snuggling up next to the wife at the end of the day, putting on a movie, and then both of you staring slack-jawed at the screen as blood and gore and profanity. And you're like, oh my gosh, can we stop? The kids are in the room. Here's good news. VidAngel connects to your streaming services and allows you to skip all the violence and the gore that you like or don't like. Nobody else is doing this for you. You say what's acceptable vidangel is also available on all the big market devices out there so you can use it on your iphone android roku apple tv fire tv you have the power now to skip whatever it is in tv and movies literally at your fingertips once you set it up you can set the preferences and then you go about your merry television and movie watching way go to vidangelbeck.com today enter the promo code Beck at checkout and you'll get 50 percent off your first three months Don't worry, you can cancel at any time. Now just go say yes to your kids and that movie with vidangelbeck.com.
0: As you would expect, uh, with former President Trump at the border, uh, also CNN showed up, and uh, Jim Acosta, who's not getting nearly enough attention uh, now because... Trump's gone, you know, and nobody cares about Jim Acosta anymore. Since since January 20th, I don't think I've uttered the name Acosta. I don't think I had either until today. Mm. And the only reason I'm doing it today is because he he's at the border with uh, with Trump hoping to get, you know, his his face and name out there again. And so he's yelling at Trump uh, about apologizing for January 6th. Check this out. Well you apologize about January 6th Okay. You apologize for January 6th. What do you expect him to say? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, because I really tried to incite that violence. So let me go ahead and do that. That would be notable. That would be notable, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just it's a it's a desperate
1: plea for attention God. again from this guy. Nobody cares about Nobody. Jim Acosta with the exception of Jim Acosta. Yeah. I don't and
0: think, is he married? Even if he's married, I don't think his wife even cares. Oh, there's no
1: way his wife cares. No. If he has if he's married, his wife cares less than we do. Yeah, oh, for sure. You know. Yeah. I mean it's gotta be. Imagine imagine that's imagine the that relationship with a guy who does his business like jim acosta does i mean he just basically sat there for four years screaming questions that were not answered and then publicizing himself on the internet for doing it Mm -hmm. and now that trump's gone they've lost all of their fuel it really is interesting to watch this entire industry collapse since donald trump has left office the cable news industry basically is no more (laughs) They've lost 70 and 80% of their audience. They don't know what to talk about. No, it really is. It was a Trump centric world for those four years with people, you know, that worked on CNN and and MSNBC. That's all they talked about. It's all they cared about every single story, no matter how disconnected to Donald Trump was always made about Donald Trump. Sure was. Now, what do you say? And, and like, it's funny because they all argued for him to be eliminated from social media well, now they don't have his tweets to talk about. They don't have...
0: I think they regret a lot of what they did yeah. to get rid of him. I, I remember saying during the, the, the campaign, be careful what you wish for, CNN, because yeah. this is what you built your, your stupid ratings on. And when he's gone, you're not going to have ratings anymore. And they don't. They
1: don't I, at all. I think they wanted him gone so badly that if you ask them, if you somehow found them with truth serum in a quiet room and they told you the truth... Mm-hmm. They would tell you the 80% drop in ratings is worth it. Is worth it. We wanted him out that badly. But it yeah. is. That's how much they hate him. That's how much they hate him. But that's, that being said, it still is that consequential to their, to their viewership. No one is watching these shows anymore.
0: No one. I love the headline on the uh, uh, news aggregate website, Spin Quirk. Uh, Chris Cuomo comes in first place on CNN. Right behind 14 Fox News shows <laughs> and seven MSNBC shows. Give <laughs> it 22nd. Uh, because they, the nobody, nobody cares about Cuomo anymore. Nobody cares about Jim Acosta anymore.
1: Nobody cares about CNN anymore the only notable things chris cuomo does are off the air yeah right like he he's either advising his brother on how to avoid me too charges or getting in arguments with by people cycling by his house while (laughs) he's got coronavirus (laughs) everything else he does is just a he's just a boring dolt 99 percent of the time That's for sure
0: uh amazing how nobody's talking about his brother's me too charges anymore isn't it this is the glenn Beck program
2: It's time to stop saying inflation is on the way. You know and I know it's already here. What's on the way, according to Bank of America, is transitory hyperinflation. Great. Have you noticed how your groceries are going up? That's not the price of things going up. That is the value of your dollar. Too many dollars chasing too few goods. We're not making the goods and we've pounded dollars out. So, gold. I highly recommend gold and silver because in the end, the world always comes back. Everything that glitters is not gold, according to Rudyard Kipling's famous poem. Uh, there is a uh, real reason to have physical gold. Call them right now. Talk to them about the 6% free precious metals promotion for self-directed IRA acquisitions at 866-GOLDLINE 866-GOLDLINE
0: Doing our part to keep free speech alive There's much more after the break on the Glenn Beck Program It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program You can listen to my show just before this one every weekday morning uh, 7 to 9 Eastern. Or anytime on podcast, uh, anywhere you get your podcast. And then, uh, same with really, uh, Stu Does America. Mm-hmm. You can pretty much listen to that, watch that anytime you want, uh, available wherever you get your podcast.
1: Yep. And on YouTube as well. I uh, would love for you to subscribe and check it out. We're filling in for Glenn here for a few days as he's on vacation far away from here. And mm-hmm. uh, he's missing out on some some big things. Like, we were going to have a January 6th commission after all, Bad. Yay! Aren't you excited?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah.
1: Yeah, that'll be great, won't it? Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Now, this one's done by the Democrats mm-hmm. in Congress. Mm-hmm. So it's not this... They were initially going for this special commission, a bipartisan variety. That's not going to happen. Uh, Republicans did not get on board with that. And for good reason. And that obviously was not an honest attempt to get the information needed. I am of the uh, thought that there is information we can get from a commission looking into this. If it Mm -hmm. was honest, this one isn't going to be honest, but I would like to know there's certainly questions like why the hell was the security so bad at the Capitol? Why was this possible? I mean, think about this for a second. Yeah, this was a, you know, there was a mob, a lot of people, there were some people who were pretty bad in the mob. A lot of people who were just, you know, there for the speech and didn't do much of anything. What if it was a foreign group of terrorists that decided to do this? What 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 Uh, if? Yeah. Remember, this is an announced Mm. rally down the street where they knew it was a contentious time. They knew that a lot of these people obviously believe what was going on in the Capitol was very bad and they didn't prepare for it really at all. What would happen mm-hmm. if, like, a foreign terrorist group did try to go in and kill a bunch of our representatives? I don't know. Like, that's the type that seems of. seems like a bad thing. Right. A really bad thing. And, like, if we had an honest government and people who actually cared about the outcomes in these matters, you well, know, there would be reason to really look into this and get a, a report. Why wasn't the National Guard out there in less than, what was it, four hours? Mm-hmm. Why did that take four hours? That's insanity. Uh, yeah. So there are reasons to look at this. It's just not going to happen with a commission like this. I mean, you look at uh, the, the New York Times put out a, a documentary yesterday for about 40 minutes uh, on January 6th. And, of course, obviously, you know the Times is coming. You know the story they're telling. I don't need to, to, to mm-hmm. tell you in advance what story they're telling. It was the worst event in American history. <laughs> the worst event in American history. Mm-hmm. Now, they, so they don't spend any time on the people who were not violent. There, there was, you know... I don't know how many people were at that particular rally, but thousands and thousands and thousands of people. We've talked to many of them who were there and didn't even know any of this occurred. There weren't any nonviolent people there, were there? Yeah, shockingly,
0: there Uh, was. With all the judging by all the piles of dead bodies, I I wouldn't (laughs) think there was a single nonviolent person. No,
1: it's shocking. (laughs) But a lot of people like went to the Trump speech and went back to their cars. Yep. Right? Like there's yeah. a lot of that. And they don't, of course, don't show any of that.
0: And there are people who went to the Capitol and didn't go into the building. Mm-hmm. There were also people who went to the Capitol, did go in the building, but didn't break anything or steal anything yeah. or hurt anybody.
1: Now, we do because the, all of that, what you just said is true. We do at times forget that there was a lot. I mean, uh, there were a lot of There people were some bad things that who, happened, who did do bad things. Yeah. It was and, an embarrassment. Yeah. I mean, one hundred and fifty police officers were injured. And like they have legit the the Times does this thing very well. If you go back and look at, for example, they did the exact same thing for the Las Vegas shooting. And it's really a, a legitimately incredible thing to watch. They have a zillion videos. They kind of place them on a map so you know exactly where they happened, where, like, the, this person was driving by this building, you hear the shots going over their head, you get views from, I mean, it really, when, when they do, like, actual journalism, you can get some value out of the New York Times occasionally. This one is obviously much more partisan uh, than the Las Vegas shooting was, but they do have a lot of video, and there are legitimately bad people, you know, bashing police officers over the head with stuff. Mm. That doesn't mean that they died, but still, like, I'm mm. never, I don't, Give a crap about partisan nonsense when it comes to if you're a person that hits a police officer over the head with something, screw you. Yeah, you need to be you need to be punished. Yeah, I've had officers in my family. These people risk their lives for us every day Mm -hmm. the same way that I don't care what you think about the George Floyd case. Don't throw a brick at a police officer. I will stand by that till the day I freaking die. The same thing with January 6th. If you had a Trump flag pole and were bashing police officers over the head with it, screw you. Honestly, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, it was not nothing. That being said, what are they going to find in this report? What are they going to do here? You know, it's, was it an insurrection, some calculated uh, attempt to take, to actually take over the government? Were there, (laughs) there, they have messages and they have a lot of people saying those types of things. So it was not no one in the crowd. It was not zero people in the crowd who were thinking that way. There were some, but it was an overwhelming minority of, and almost all these people were unarmed. How the hell did they think they were going to actually take control of the government? (laughs) right like it was a riot the right way Mm -hmm. to say this is it was a riot it was unacceptable but it was not what the democrats are saying it was they are trying to make every grandmother who's in 300 miles of this thing and voted for donald trump into a criminal it's insane and while the, the 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 events of the day uh might lead you to say hey maybe we should be prepared for this next time and maybe we should take an honest view and look at how we can do that because obviously the way we're doing it now does not work. Mm -hmm. That would be something that a a commission might, a a serious country with serious people and a serious government might look into and say, hey, here are the steps we should take next time. Instead, they're just going to make this into a way to try to make January 6th into a date you remember like 9-11, right? It was the worst thing that had ever happened to us. And th- despite the fact that the the business of the government continued on the same day, also January 6th, kind of indicating maybe it wasn't, you know, Pearl Harbor or 9-11, it was a bad day, but it was not what they're trying to make it out to be. They want to make that out to be the only thing that's happened. And I would be... I think there was a really legitimate request by Republicans who said, look, we'll do your bipartisan commission. It's great, but we're going to do it. And we're also going to look at the violence that happened over the summer when billions of dollars of damage were done. When way, way more people were killed, far more death occurred mm-hmm. in those riots than the one that happened on January 6th. The far w- bigger loss of property. Yeah. Much more damage yeah property people died all over the place and yeah. there were federal buildings uh who, that were attacked it was government stuff mm-hmm. as well as just property as they like try to demean you know of someone's life's work huge and their local swaths business. of american cities actually taken over yeah. by mobs yeah by mobs and they act as if that should be investigated too i would like to know <laughs> what is the truth there yeah. What, what you know? What groups? Where did they get the money totally from legitimate. What they were doing? How about the money that was raised by you know one of the people uh, serving in the administration who was tweeting out links to bail the criminals out of jail? Huh. Why was that? Who would do that? How was that set, up? Harris. Who who would set do, up? Who would set up Kamala Harris? Who would do that? Not Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris? What? Why would you say Kamala oh, oh. Harris? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's laughing. I can't believe it. Yeah, I would like to know that. I think that's part of this, yeah, right? It's, yes. it's part of political violence in the same, in the same it's time frame. totally reasonable and it's to a, look into that. Yeah, and it's, instead it's... it's they're, they're, oh, how dare you? Yeah. They're, they're seen as totally different events. And you know what the real truth of this is? At least in, in large extent, I think. The truth of the reason why they weren't prepared for January 6th is because they had seen 9 billion leading rallies not go awry. And they yep. probably thought, yeah. you know what? Yep. There's always people who are saying stuff like this. There's, you can always find somebody online who says, we need to take, that's our house, let's take back our house. All right, we've seen this a zillion times. The bottom mm-hmm. line is these rallies have occurred all over the country mm-hmm. for a really long time. And there's never been a problem like this. And there's never been a problem like this. Mm-hmm. So they probably thought they were going to be fine. And in reality, you can't sit. You have to be able to be prepared for these situations in the off chance they do occur. But when the left marches, these things go awry all the time. Mm-hmm. And so you need to prepare for everybody like you prepare for the left, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but there's no answers in a commission like this. There's no. just not going to be any. And, you know, they, they put Liz Cheney going to be on the commission. She's accepted the invitation from Pelosi. Uh, not going to win her any Surprise. friends in the Republican Party. Obviously, sure. they're going to—they're they, saying they're going to strip her, uh, commission, uh, you know, committee assignments over it. Uh, so, I mean, they're going to claim it's a bipartisan thing because Liz Cheney's on there, and obviously, Liz Cheney has a has her mind made up on this one, and that's fine. She has a right to her opinion, but mm-hmm. you know, we can't act as if this is some bipartisan fair commission. It's not going to be. It's just going to be a way to make January sixth into the only thing you're supposed to think about. And the only thing you're supposed to vote on and the only thing that's supposed to influence you. And that obviously that's not the right way to think about our country right now. We've got a lot of problems going on and ongoing Trump related riots at the Capitol are not one of them. That's not something that's, it's just not going on. You know, it, there, that was a one, one off event, I yeah. think in our history.
0: Well, and the, they acted like it was going to happen again and again and again. Yeah. Uh, what was the next date that there was supposed to be the? Was it March fourth? Oh, yeah, January twentieth. You had the January actual 20th. inauguration. You had one mm-hmm. date in March. That's right. Then fourth or something, sixth or whatever, and nothing ever happened. And I, I don't think anything was ever being planned because uh, yeah. it never
1: came off. Yeah. You know, a lot of this comes back to the way you get to retroactively <laughs> look at things like social media. You know, mm-hmm. if something goes awry. Yeah, you can go back and look at people who were talking <laughs> tough. Everybody talks tough online. I'm tired of it, but that's what everybody does. Yeah. You know, everybody's saying all these things and they, everybody says they're going to, you know, look at the left. You telling me you, you can't. Uh, we, every time we look, we're able to find hundreds of people who say they're going to go burn down buildings and take over the government and, you know, assassinate public figures. It's all over the mm-hmm. Internet. So after something happens, you can retroactively go back and prove any case you want. But in reality, these things are always out there in a a society that values free speech. And all you can do is try to prepare yourself in case something bad does happen. You know, yes, you, you can always. I mean, think about if if you went back to the days of like the 90s and there was real social media back then. Like what would Timothy McVeigh have on his Facebook page? Mm-hmm. You'd be able to go back and say, this mm-hmm. guy was saying this stuff on his Facebook page over and over again. And, you know, the, we're in a different era. You can always go back and find people who say bad things, you know. And look, the people who did those things, particularly the officers, should be. You should go after them. I have no problem with throwing the book at those people. But, you know, the, what they're trying to do with this event is just, it's, it's kind of like left-wing fan fiction. You know, they're just trying mm-hmm. to make this into this thing that it isn't. It was it, mm-hmm. it was it was a it was a day that we should know and we should make sure the people uh, who are responsible for those bad things are prosecuted for them. But like, let's be honest about it for a second here. And there's no ability to do that in the media. Triple eight, seven, two, seven, B.E.C.K.
0: More patents too for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Eight, 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 seven, two, seven, B.E.C.K. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
2: Sunshine and backyard cookouts are back in the forecast, and Blinds.com wants to help you soak up the savings during their 4th of July spectacular with up to 45% off everything. Transform your backyard into the perfect oasis this summer with their top-selling outdoor shades. Blinds.com makes it a breeze to get made-to-order custom blinds for any room in your home or outdoor space. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com will make ordering custom window treatments online super easy with free samples, free shipping, and 100% guaranteed perfect fit. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer. I want you to go there now. Blinds.com. Their fourth of July spectacular. Receive up to forty-five percent off everything at blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K.
0: It's Patton Stew for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh Washington Post reporter has been accused of uh, peddling some false information. On Desantis's uh, female response, that's because the media lies. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah, uh, you know, we just read a uh, uh, study, a poll on how many people trust the media around the world. Like you know, in Finland, and I mean, forty. I think there was forty-nine countries, and the least trusted media in the world is here in the United States of America. Good job, everybody. Yeah. We did it. We're number 49. Well, we're 40. Yeah. Well, if you we're reverse, reverse the one list, we're in, number one. We're number one. For in least trusted. distrust. <laughs> uh, and it's because of stuff like this. Washington Post reporter uh, Hannah Dreyer been accused of misleading people on on uh, DeSantis's r- response to the residential building collapse. Now, she says it took him 24 hours, over 24 hours, to do anything about it. Well, he as soon as he got the request from the mayor, he signed it in less than an hour.
1: Less than an hour. Well, I mean, 24 hours, one hour. Is there really that much of a difference? You yeah, know, 23 hours. 20, 23 hours difference. Well, just 24 times Total. the amount, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty bad. It's bad. It's Because, it, 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 you know, I think it was Charles C.W. Cook who made this point, and it's a really good point, which is, You are a journalist and you go into this job as a journalist and. Around you is a structure that's supposed to Keep you essentially in line right Mm -hmm. There's editors there's people around there And what journalists have done Have just gone to social media Where they get the credibility of being A journalist but then don't have any of The the controls around them So they just tweet things or whatever Constantly with none Of the trappings of editors Or fact checkers but they still Get the sort of prestige Of being from the Washington Post that is a bad system. It really is. <laughs> it is a bad it system. It has not turned out well, frankly. Uh, all right, uh, we'll be back again tomorrow
0: for uh, for Glenn, and we'll have some fun That's on our Friday. The Glenn back program.